702. The Political Desk. It's 6.53 this Friday morning. More than 140 world leaders, including our very own President Sora Aposa, calling for future COVID-19 vaccines to be made available to everyone free of charge amid growing tensions between drug companies and governments and a boycott of vaccine summits by the U.S. A uh, company in France is quite an advanced stage of developing a vaccine and treatment, and they've indicated that uh, a, the U.S. will have, I suppose first dibs at whatever orders of the vaccine that will be available. The signatories to this open letter includes our very own South African President Sir Ramaphosa, Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan and the former UK Prime Minister Gordon Brown. Joining me on the line from Oxfam South Africa, the Democracy and Governance Program Manager, Tanda Zundlovu. Tanda, a very good morning and welcome to the show. Yeah, good morning and thank you for having us. Good morning to your listeners as well. This is an important letter, right? Because there's an important meeting uh, that is uh, going to be held next week that will continue the conversation around the search for a vaccine and uh, treatment. The significance of it from your eyes? Certainly, indeed, this is a significant moment at a global level. Hence, we're calling for global cooperation uh, amongst world leaders and countries, including the private sector, um, uh, for it to, to be able to prioritize uh, the health and well-being of the people. Um, I mean, of course, if we were to go back to the founding principles of the World Health Organization, uh, it stated that uh, one of the uh, ambitions was to kind of uh, deliver the highest attainable uh, health standard as a fundamental right for uh, every human being. So I think the the issue of search and uh, uh, distribution access to to the vaccine is, uh, is, is quite an important one. And, and we're saying that there should be an equitable distribution of the vaccine and tests uh, once it's been uh, tested and discovered. We do know that as many as 100 forms of vaccine are currently being tested, with the World Health Organization seeing seven or so of those as front runners. In fact, the emergencies chief of the organization, Michael Ryan, saying that the coronavirus may never go away and could become a regular endemic disease like the flu. What we're calling for here in Tanazo goes against the business model of any pharmaceutical company. They will invest often billions of dollars into research for a new treatment and look to recoup those costs in obviously selling that drug or treatment on the open market at a fair price that will see them earning billions in turn. Um, So I imagine the pharmaceutical companies are not really going to be as receptive to the idea as we wish them to be. This is not about profiteering. This is about saving lives. This is about human dignity. Uh, and then last year, only uh, 10 pharmaceutical companies made a profit of over 89 billion and were saying uh, to develop and distribute the vaccine that will be accessible to over slightly over 3.5 billion people. We just need um, 25 billion uh, US dollars, which is equivalent to almost a four month worth of profit for these companies. So we're saying that should not be the case. We're saying no to profit sharing and we're saying there should be sharing of patent rights at this level so that at least we leave no one behind uh, to save lives. So strategic importance and significance of this global cooperation is, is about people not profit making. 
It is significant to note that the U.S. is not uh, a signatory to this letter. In fact, the um, recent vaccine summit that was uh, that saw our president participating in it, the U.S. was conspicuously absent for that meeting. They're quite determined to get vaccine into their country for their people as soon as possible, and they're willing to pay top dollar. How are we going to convince the U.S. that they need to appreciate the sentiment that is shared by uh, this open letter? Yes. Um, it is significant that uh, world leaders come together and, and find consensus around this. Uh, certainly, I think discussions are going on uh, with various world leaders and pharmaceutical companies. Yes, sources of intelligence say that uh, U.S. Uh, may be the one to disrupt this uh, process of global cooperation, but I think they'll recognize as they have uh, seen nine that the world leading uh, affected country now, so I think uh, they would do. Uh, I mean, recognize that uh, uh, a vaccine has to be found that uh, is distributed according to need, not not according to the needs of profit-making processes. So what happens next now, Mtanazo? There is that big meeting that's uh, scheduled, I think, for next week. Um, what does happen next, from what you know? We wait to hear what the uh, meeting images with, but we'll continue uh, jointly working with others, uh, UNAIDS and other bodies to kind of put pressure uh, on the world leaders, but also lobby uh, the private sector uh, to be able to consider this uh, strategic uh, policy uh, directive uh, direction that would ensure that uh, um, vaccine is uh, there's investment in the vaccine development process. Resources are pulled together, patent rights are shared, and uh, of course the manufacturing capacity um, by various countries and, and private sector is distributed equitably uh, and fairly uh, across the globe. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. We'll leave it there. Tanazundlovu, the um, Democracy and Governance Program Manager at Oxfam South Africa.